Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you got an extraordinary thought for the ordinary mind that you want everyone else to hear, then go to Anchor. Welcome to the Ordinary Podcast that talks about extraordinary things. I'm your host, Demetrius Thigpen, bringing you another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. What's going on, everybody? It's that Ordinary Podcast with the Extraordinary Thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. And today we... Jesus Christ, we're getting a little dark with these topics. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. First and foremost, I am not licensed to provide any medical advice. If you are suffering from depression or anything of that nature, please get a hold of your nearest therapist or call the Suicide Prevention Hotline. That is 1-800-273-8255. Once again, that is 1-800-273-8255. Now, plaguing the military, plaguing, I mean, honestly, let me just say not plaguing just the military, but it's plaguing, it plagues America, and it's one thing, it's suicide. And, yeah, you know, people die of drug addiction. That's explainable. People get into a crash and then they die. That's explainable. Can't really explain suicide. We can't really try to talk anybody off the ledge. And I have sat in countless safety brief after safety brief after safety brief. And if you're listening, you probably know exactly what safety briefs I'm talking about. And I feel like we kind of missed the mark when we talk about suicide. Yeah, we'll pull up the video. We'll have the stories of people that are going through the depression phase of it. We'll say that, oh, so-and-so was the most happiest person that we had ever seen. We didn't see it coming. We didn't know that he was going through suicide. We didn't know. Feels like it's almost a chore just to hear it than to actually make any preparations towards it. I would hear jokes. People would crack jokes all the time that listening to the suicide briefs make me want to commit suicide. Yeah, I get it. It's kind of long, it's repetitive It's the same thing over and over and over and over It's almost like we, we end up just beating a dead horse And then it just hit me That I could try to talk to as many people as possible I could go out here and I would talk life into so much But then I, I, that person would go home and kill themselves right then and there it's crazy because you look at the most funniest people. You know, uh, for example, Robin Williams. Uh, forget a, I forget the other people's names, but you 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 hear about these people and they were they were the light in the room. They were they were the life of the party. Would have known they were the ones that were suffering the most. Now, I can say a hundred things. In fact, I can tell you not to do something. A hundred times You still will do it 
And once again, just like in the very beginning, I'm not licensed to provide any type of medical care. And if you feel like you're suffering from any form of depression, please get a hold of your nearest therapist, psychologist. Call the Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. And you know what's crazy as I sat here and I wrote this letter? I mean, not necessarily a letter. I, I sat here and I wrote and I tried to build up to this. I tried to make sure you have your facts right. You know, you know, talk about how it, at every 40 seconds in a day that three uh, that one person commits suicide. 40 seconds in a day. By the time the day is over with almost 3,000 people that committed suicide. And that the people that do not commit suicide, 20 of them have already attempted. I tried to build up to this. I really did. But you want to take what I felt? I felt anger as I wrote this, wrote this out today. As I did my outline, I wrote anger. I felt anger. As I did my outline, I, I, I felt disgust. I felt depression. I felt, I felt sadness. I felt all of these other emotions, and I tried to contain them. I really did. I really tried to contain these emotions because I said to myself that I was not going to come into this one emo emotionally attached. I said that I was not going to do this episode emotionally attached because I felt like somebody needed to hear this, and I did not want my anger towards the situation to get the best of me. And I bet you wonder why you mad. How could you take this and switch it up and make it about you? How could you do that? Because even though you killed yourself, I'm the one that has to deal with the problem. All the problems that you ran away from, you left us to deal with them. In fact, you put a period at something that should have been a semicolon. And now we gotta be let we gotta be the ones stuck wondering what we could have did. So with that being said, let's get into the letter that you can never read. You was my man's. Matter of fact, you were my best friend. Any closer I think that we would have been connected. It's crazy because you called me your brother, I called you my brother. Matter of fact, I brought you home to see my family at one point. You 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 knew my mother. We would sit back sometimes and we would talk all day. We would talk about the things that we would do when we would get out of the military. We would talk about the things that we would do about we 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 would talk about what we would do at work. You were the light at the end of the tunnel. You if you weren't at work, I didn't even want to be there. We would laugh and joke about how so-and-so was stupid or how so-and-so yelled at us. We talked about how we were going to be when we became the corporals, when we became the leadership, what we were going to do with our junior Marines, how we was going to treat our junior Marines. We said that we were going to be the better ones. We had plans. We had plans to take over the world, and I knew that if it was us against them, then I would always bet on us because I knew if it was us against them, I knew that we would always win. You were my brother. You were my brother and I had never loved somebody the way that I had loved you. I had never loved somebody the way that I thought that I loved you. See, when I mean that is, is that I never thought that I could love somebody that was not had that, that that was not connected to me by blood. I never thought that I could love somebody the way that I loved you.
why didn't you love me back? I always sit back and always think that you were the life of the party. You were the life of the party. I mean, every time that we would have a get together, every time that somebody would come around, we would be out there in the back. We would be hitting the grill. We'd be drinking and everybody would just flock to you. It was your energy that we just all came to you. You was like the, (laughs) why would you, how did you not get it? We slept right next to each other. We slept in the exact same room. Our beds right across from each other. When I was late for PT, I remember that time that you walked out of the room and didn't even say anything say anything to me. You knew I was late. You didn't even say anything to me. And we laughed about that. In fact, me and you would get into it sometimes and we would just laugh it off. That's how I knew that we were brothers. That's how I knew our bond was unshakable. That's how I knew that me and you would be together forever because nothing could take us apart. Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me as I sat on my rack and cried about a chick that I knew I would never see a day in my life again? You told me things that it was going to be okay. You said that I was better than her anyway. In fact, that she was a fool to give me up, that I could do better than her. You told me those things. Why, why didn't you take your own advice? Why didn't you... As I sat there and I felt like the world was against me. Why as you, as I sat there and I cried. And I cried in your arms and I would tell you that I don't know what else to do. And you told me that we would get through this. You told me that you would not leave my side. You told me that you was my best friend. Why, why didn't you take your own advice? As we sat in that room. And had those conversations, why didn't you tell me that you still you still felt alone? As we sat around all those people, why didn't you tell me that you still felt like you were the only one in the room? Although you were the light at everyone else's tunnel, as though you were the life of the party, why didn't you tell me that there was a darkness brooding in your heart? And as we closed the blinds and prepared to go to sleep at night, why didn't you tell me that those demons were closing in on you? You were my brother. And now I sit here and I wonder to myself, was I just a shitty friend? Because you were my brother, I know that if there was anything bothering you, you would have told me, so it probably was me, right? I probably ignored all the signs that you tried to tell me because I know you. I know that you're a prideful person. You probably wouldn't have came out and just off the right just said that to me. You wouldn't have told me, hey man, I'm thinking about killing myself. Can you help me out? I know you wouldn't have said it like that. You would have left me signs along the way. Because I know you. And because I know you, I eat at me a lot. I beat myself up a lot because I know you. Because I know you, I think that I probably ignored the signs. And I pray that that wasn't the case. I pray that that wasn't the case. I swear to God, I just didn't see it. I swear to God, I just had my own problems going on in my life that I was probably blind to the situation. I did not know that you were hurting that bad. I pray to God, I thought that wasn't it. Were you trying to tell me the whole time? When you called me and we talked for five minutes... And I asked you if you are okay. 
and you said nothing, I should have heard it in your voice. I should have known then that something wasn't right. Because you usually don't sound like that. You usually don't act like that, and I swear to God, I swear to God, I, 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 I it wasn't, I wasn't trying to ignore, ignore you. I promise you that. I promise you, I was not trying to ignore you. I promise you, I just had stuff going on. Or maybe you didn't tell me. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not tripping. Maybe you kept that secret to yourself, right? And you know what's so funny about that situation And this is the reason why That I hold so much resentment towards you Is because although you don't have to deal with the problem Now you have left me to have to deal with it We were friends You were my brother But for some reason I can't help but to feel betrayed about the situation I feel like I'm the one that has to be left with the shitty end of the deal Meanwhile you don't have to deal with it Why did you run from this? There were problems we deal with problems. We go through problems. Why didn't you tell me? And now look. I have to put the pieces back together. I have to reassemble the mess that you've made. Everybody else knows, feels this hole too. And we wonder where you at to help us get through it. But oh, let me guess, you're not there. Because we're grieving over you right now. And the crazy part about the situation is as I, as tears run down my face and my heart explodes with anger and rage and sadness, I know that you would not be there to tell me that it's going to be okay. Why didn't you tell me that you was drinking it away? Why didn't you tell me that no matter what the situation is, you felt like there was just a hole that just kept getting bigger? I don't understand after all the advice that you gave me, how could you not take your own advice? As you sat there and smiled and joked and made everybody feel good. Why didn't you tell us that you was the one that was actually hurting? Let me guess. You were so busy helping everybody else out, you never decided to take a look at yourself. You were so busy helping everybody else out that as that pain started to get worse, you could never focus on that pain because you were so busy focusing on everybody else's. You felt like nobody will understand you, but you didn't understand is that we loved you so much that we would do anything to keep you here. And now, I sit back and I wonder, is there anything that I could have did? Is there any way that I could have prevented this? And there's not a day that don't go by. It's not a day that does not go by that I don't miss you. It's not a day that don't go by that I'm not reminded of you. And on some days I hate you. Some days I'm unconsolable because I crying too hard. Some days I laugh, some days I smile. And there's days where I'll sit back and I'll say this exact same thing. And although I just said it, and I'm pretty sure somebody gonna hear it, I know that you would never hear it. 
And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoy making it. Follow me on Instagram at OMG It's Meech. Once again, that is OMG It's Meech. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Stay tuned Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Don't forget to drop a comment or review on your favorite platform. Stop being great and be extraordinary.